my phone, um, so basically for like a couple of weeks, all my calls was going to voicemail. And I didn't really notice because most of my calls with people be FaceTime for whatever, even be FaceTime audio sometimes. But um, so I didn't really notice, but my boyfriend called me a couple of times and a couple of other people, it was just like, oh, my sister, she called. She was just like, you know, I called you and it's going to voicemail. And I honestly, I, I thought that maybe it just was a signal. I didn't really think nothing of it. Like I, I'm using my phone as working. Anyway, I had, and I tried to talk to Verizon. They couldn't help me. So I called Apple and Apple told me that um, it looked like Verizon may have been having like some signal issues. And I basically had to take my phone from, from um, LTE to 3G. Now, mind you, I got a 5G plan. Ooh. But so... I was like, so you mean tell me I'm paying for 5G and I got to use 3 Now, mind you, I ain't used 3G since, like, 2008. So, anyway, because of that, my... So um, work on 3G? Huh? Do it even work right on 3G? So, technically, yes. Yeah. So, I think the few times that I've used 3G involuntarily is, like, if I go to an area where I don't have LTE, which is not very common because I'm with Verizon. <laughs> but, no, so, um, but now my regular phone calls are, like, ashy. I'm like, um... Y'all, I need a bill this kind of something, so I'm gonna call them today. Yeah. See, if they give me a three thousand dollar bill credit. Did I say something? Three thousand dollars. Three comma zero zero zero. Why so much? I don't know. I feel like she asked for what you want, not what you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, so what's up, y'all? This I said, child, get a black queen what she wants. Period. But welcome y'all to the 97th episode of OD Podcast. Hey y'all. Boom. Okay, you got a majesty palm? Yeah. Mine's all I can say is dead. I'm like, what happened? So all I can say is don't give it too much sunlight and then don't give it too little. Because the sun will burn the leaves. I mean, my, that's what oh, they said. Well, that's what I read. I read a little bit about it. And make sure you fertilize it, but not over fertilize. I think I might have accidentally over over fertilized my plants. Long story short, I bought the wrong kind of fertilizer and tried to use it anyway. And then I ain't realized it after the fact. So basically, I'm just gonna rebuy all my big plants. Thank you for listening to my TED talk. All right. So anyway, but I like Majesty Palms because they are low maintenance. Just make sure that it has enough air wherever you have it to, because the 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 soil will mold at the top. It's so weird, so finicky. But I mean, the air gonna be on. <laughs> it's but my my. I mean, I don't know. It, who knows? Anyway, so um, that's good. Congratulations. I I love plants so much, and it um, you know, it's good for the air in your home. I haven't noticed a difference. However, I like to you know follow the rules by NASA. One plant for every hundred square feet. Mm, noted. <laughs> so that means you just need one more. I just. <laughs> anyway, so how was your week? So last time we recorded, it was right before election day. Um, I feel like it's still election day, even though we kind of have a winner. I know it's weird. So it's a, so it's a possibility that that Trump still may win. No, it's well. Nothing is impossible with him. But I'm just saying they they haven't officially declared him as the new president. Yeah. So what's going on right now is Trump is a sore loser. Um, mm-hmm. He's actually been preparing for this for multiple months. He even made a statement a while back saying, "If I lose, it's because they cheated." Um, so he has not conceded, aka acknowledged that he has been beat, and he has claimed 
um, voter fraud from the very beginning, even though there's absolutely no evidence. And even if there was evidence, he wouldn't have known that at, at, as early as he was trying to claim it. So yes, yeah. um, Biden has won not only the electoral college vote, but the um, popular vote. And so now Trump is filing lawsuits and he basically is going to find every kind of way he can to make the votes go in his favor. My issue with this though is, okay, so what about all your Republican allies who won Senate seats? And you know what I'm saying? It's like, so they so they didn't deserve to win too because y'all could recount these votes and now your people could lose a spot and i don't think there's any there first of all the um voter fraud especially from like um these kind of elections from citizens are not it's very low the chances are very low now we could have someone like a president who can influence foreign allies to you know make some influence hint hint the president that we have that was impeached um but he don't, he don't he doesn't have a case, and I think that he's been basically firing and hiring his friends to prepare for this moment to make these things sway in his favor. But yeah, they just been saying so many things like, oh, people who voted through absentee ballot they died um, when the election came. Okay, if they voted before the election. If they voted legally and happened to be deceased when election day comes. They voted legally, and they're yeah. saying things like, oh, um, they shouldn't count none of the votes that came in after election day. So first of all, this is always number one for those who listen. Every election, it has always taken multiple days to count votes. But that's why when someone wins, they always say projected winner, such and such. And so um, about a couple of weeks after um, election day, the electoral college, which are those uh, electors from each region, they meet and I guess they kind of confirm their selection. But that like is nothing. We're not doing anything abnormal. And then for and if uh, if if a vote does come in quote unquote after election day, if it is postmarked for election day, then it's accepted. So that means that they took it to the post office by this date and time. So it is a vote that counts. Also, people that work overseas, like in the uh, military and the navy, they also have up until like a week after the election for their votes to be received. So this is like everything that's happening might seem abnormal because it's like hyper visible because of the type of president we have. But nothing about this has been. Abnormal normal nothing whatsoever so it'll be interesting to see what happens if he um the only way that he could possibly remain in seat is if he cheats and he uses his influence to make things go in his favor but like i said all his friends who are also claiming voter fraud who won off of this election need to like use some common sense yeah who tell anyway and i just want to get kamala is actually my president i just playing out it was more soft for kamala for me that's what a lot of people say yeah i i didn't really like biden like that i don't i don't love him um but i i was absolutely going to do whatever i could to get um trump out of office i i mean i'm not the biggest kamala fan either to be honest i really really like bernie sanders but i don't think that this country is ready for anybody like that maybe in yeah. a couple of decades unfortunately he won't be around to see that change but you know you gotta lay the groundwork for people in the future generations um but yeah so um also i wanted to just throw something in um my college professor miss Marie robson passed away yesterday i think it was yesterday um her husband was actually the principal of westlake high school and they drowned in puerto rico um first she was struggling both in the, huh both of them drowned yeah so she um so i think she was struggling in the water first and then he went to save her and ended up drowning as well and um it's been all over social media this morning it's actually really heartbreaking so i didn't even and the reason why i even mentioned this is because she was my political science professor and she is 100% the reason why I even know the things I know about politics. Like the way she taught me was a way that I can retain information. And she was super cool. Like, like I actually did build a friendship with her. Like she was one of those professors after I left the school, like I had transferred, I went to Georgia perimeter, which is now Georgia state. 
I had went back and visited her, like even after I went on the Clayton State, because I really liked her. I even hooked up with, with zoo tickets. Anyway, so she was somebody who really did have an impact on me. And um, she just taught me so much about politics and just, you know, the, the impact that people in Congress have, just certain rules and regulations. So it's just, it's kind of sad. I mean, I was very sad. I actually cried this morning about it because it was just like, dang, like she was a really impactful teacher. But um, I just want to share send condolences to all the students of Westlake who um, got a chance to work with her husband and all the students who were able to have a chance to work with his wife because she is still a professor at Georgia State right now. Her name is Anne-Marie Robinson and wow. his name is, uh-oh, let me, uh, his name is Jamar Robinson. Um, it's really mm. sad. And if anybody in Atlanta remembers, you know, um, when COVID first hit, it was a little bit before graduations and he had bought billboards all over the city to honor his students to congratulate them from graduating because they couldn't oh, have a yeah, ceremony. And you can see like videos and things of the positive impact he had on his students. And one thing I will say, I know Westlake is a Fulton County school system, but one thing I, I know, I didn't really like any of my principals. And sometimes that can have an impact on the quality of education you receive and the leadership that the teachers receive. But you can clearly see that he had a good impact on his students. And so did, so did Ms. Robinson. It's just, it's just really freaking sad. I, could, I was shocked because, and I'm not going to take too long on this, but I saw the article and I just read it because I just always, that's how I really get my news. I read news articles. And when they put her name, they said Anne-Marie Robinson. I'm like, dang, that sounds like Ms. Robinson's name. But, you know, Robinson is a common name. But then they said that she was a professor at Georgia State. And I'm like, oh, no, ma'am. So I went and I found his Facebook page. And lo and behold, it was Ms. Anne-Marie Robinson. I was shocked. Like, I almost dropped my phone. I couldn't even believe it. But anyways, um, I just want to send my condolences to them. And I just want to thank Ms. Robinson for her influence on my intellect and the insight that I have on political science. Uh, Yeah, she good. Because let me tell you something. I don't know if it was because I didn't pay attention to social studies. (laughs) <laughs> or what but i promise you that shit is like a foreign concept to me now i try to sit and just learn what i can but realistically it's so confusing trying to look at it look at stuff like cnn sometimes because everything is moving so fast and i don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> so yeah. i get it you know what i'm saying like i i'm i don't know i don't even know where to start with politics at at this point like I don't know like I would want to know just because I need to know what's going on especially when it's coming to my community like I need mm-hmm. to know what I'm looking for um as far as voting for people in my community and my state just so I can be voting for the right thing and stuff that I actually believe in mm-hmm. and always just going the democrat route or just, yeah just vote you know sometimes there's no democrat to choose <laughs> exactly so, so I will say um oh go ahead I'm sorry no I'm just saying like I it I never know exactly what to look for. Now, I'm not so afraid to say that. I would tell people that, like, I, I just a lot of stuff that I don't know that I'm not comfortable on speaking on because I don't know it. But I don't mind telling people that I don't know nothing about that. Yeah, I mean, I, it's a lot of stuff. I, so I will say this. Even though I learned a lot from Ms. Robinson, I didn't really know truly anything about politics until college. I feel like it wasn't until I got to college that I really got detailed information about anything, honestly. But I will say that um, even now, I don't, I consider myself an informed voter now, but even for a while, I didn't really understand what was going on. Cause it's always something different. First of all, there are a lot of elections. There aren't just the four year elections as we know, but I think that this administration, the Trump administration is what taught me even more. Cause I'm like, can he do that? Or what is that? What are they talking about? And I would just start digging. But um, yeah, I, I I think that um, I was actually thinking about doing like a, a, a election layout for an episode, but it was just so much going on. I, I didn't really have the time to do it, but it's, it can be simple. But I think the most important thing is to know 
how to see what's on your ballot because before, when I first really became a consistent voter in all the elections, I just would um you can see your you can see what's going to be on your ballot and then I would just look those people up and try to find like interviews they did or something like that. But some of the bigger things just to make sure that you know the laws that you um vote for are in your favor and that the people who you are voting for don't hate you. <laughs> mm. So um do we have a black business of the week? No. <laughs> I don't have that was there was one that I oh, um, I do want to uh, okay I do have one I think that water is the greatest invention ever true that's the greatest natural invention <laughs> okay I have I have one if you want to uh if you want me to yeah because I don't have one so I want to shout out she's actually a new listener somebody I've known for a long time but Brittany Denise is someone I used to work with a long time ago and we just kind of, we just we just was cool we met in orientation and we've been friends ever since but Brittany Denise is a personal chef and she has an Instagram page called posh.foodie and her summary on her page she's, she's a private chef she does food style and a content creator and let me tell you something I obviously I follow her, her her food page but she has reminded me over and over again that I actually don't know how to cook <laughs> <laughs> So I uh, I messaged her the other day because she made um, French toast. And I was telling you, like, I really just started cooking French toast over the last couple of weeks. And I had this issue where my French toast was, like, a little wet in the middle. I'm like, Am I, I don't want to burn it. Like, what's going on? But I eat it anyway because it tastes good. And then she just happened to do this real on making French toast. And I realized that I was just using too much milk. So thank you, Posh Foodie, for your help. Uh, was you pouring the milk on the bread? No, I was just. So I would take the egg and I would put enough milk to where I thought that it should be like one part egg, two parts milk, instead of it being one part mm -hmm. egg, 0.75 part milk. Yeah. So yeah, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, she shouted us out last week. She started listening with the episode that we had with Jay Nicole. And I just want to shout out Brittany so you guys can book her. She actually just put out a menu. She's going to be doing some um, catering for Thanksgiving. She got all the cuts and curls, baby, lamb chops, turkey, meatballs, chicken, salmon, you name it. The food always look good. And her page is very delightful to look at. You know what I'm saying? Even though I don't eat meat, it makes me want to just lick my iPhone screen. So check it out. <laughs> and I'll put the information in the uh, episode description. Her name is Brittany Denise. She has a personal page. It's just B-R-I-T-T-A-N-E-Y-D-E-N-I-S-E -E -E or whatever. Well, um, let me look because I did have a tweet from tweet of the week. Um, tweets from the streets. Tweets from the streets. I'm sorry. It's okay. Nobody's um, perfect. It's been a weird week. A scam was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I saw this. Somebody his name is Mythkey. It says, um, scam was dressed like they got one day to one day left to wear every designer item they got. And like <laughs> Did you see that picture of Summer Walker where they put all them outfits yeah. on? <laughs> they also used real pictures of Cash Doll. <gasps> so they put like four pictures of Cash Doll. No, I love Cash Doll, but she it do be sad. over the top with the designer. One of the pictures Cash Doll had like on a cat suit was red, pink, and orange. She literally was holding a red pink a red chanel bag a pink chanel bag and an orange chanel oh, bag I remember. With, a, with a birkin bag on the side that was pink <laughs> okay so my thing about that is like i get it you know what i'm saying you got stuff like that that's expensive you want to wear it you want to show it off but does it ever occur to you that you need to just be cohesive and just look cute let me tell you something. One thing I about really Cash Doll, I ain't never cared. She just throw on everything. I'm looking at this picture now. She got on this Louis Vuitton swimsuit, a Louis Vuitton crossbody coin pouch, two Louis Vuitton ankle pouches. 
<laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm like, you know, I think that um, <clears throat> I'm all for I'm all for the gaudy. Like, I love that. And it's a difference between tacky and gaudy. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and it's ain't because I worked with her recently, but I feel like Misa Hilton is one person that just really, 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 um, when it comes to designer stuff in particular, she can put stuff together where it doesn't look tacky, but it's gaudy. What are we talking about? Of course. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so I don't want to, I don't want it to seem like, you know, even though it's the same print or the same brand, okay, yeah, whatever. But realistically, like, take some of this shit off and just yes, break it Cash Doll do be overdoing it sometimes. You know, and I every anybody who know me know I love me some Cash Doll, but sometimes I be like, sis, and I know I ain't no fashion girl. I can't even afford you to even be carrying on like that. But sometimes it be over the top. All the time. But hey, it gets, I, I, it gets the conversation started. I also have a tweet from the streets just to add on to it because I feel like this was a very, very comedic moment for social media. Um, actually, let me get the actual whole tweet before I um, really just spare the ride and not the child. Okay. So Kiki the Palmer tweeted. Oh. <laughs> Imagine if your EBT card could only work on healthy items. Eyeball, 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 eyeball emoji. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> the jokes, oh, they flew. Okay. One thing about it, okay, so I I um she did kind of break herself down, like break down her on her her reason for asking that. She basically just feels like um people, you know, healthy food is expensive. And she mm-hmm. feels like people should be able to get healthy food with their food stamps at a discounted or free price. And I agree, I totally agree. But I think that she I don't know. You know how sometimes, like I've done this before at least, you'll be having a conversation. Obviously that com- conversation is in context, but she'll tweet or post about something. And so people who read it, they don't really know what you talk about. And then they'd be like, oh, they might come off the wrong way. And this is all I'm going to say. Okay, so I um, grew up on them food stamps, one thing about it. And, and number one, there's a couple of things why that, that tweet itself without context is problematic. Number one, Healthy food is expensive, okay? Not only is it expensive, it don't last long. So, you know, you got you maybe got two, three kids, maybe even one kid, but food stamps is like a one-time payment. It's not like, like, if you, so let's let's give an example. So it was me, my brother, my mom growing up. We probably got like maybe $300 in food stamps. And, I, and it might've been more or less, I don't remember, but it wasn't that much. And so um, now we have to take this one-time payment of food stamps and buy groceries for the next 30 days until we get another payment. So now you want me to go get broccoli, cauliflower, whatever, anything that's organic is not going to last past a couple weeks. Now, some things, yes, you can, fr- you can freeze it, but that's not, it's also not really realistic. On top of that, in the areas that we lived or people know the definition of a food desert, the grocery stores we had did not have fresh foods. Like you go in a Wayfield or Piggly Wiggly, the food stank. It looked yeah. old. It'd be nasty. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, why would I put put my money? You know, people talk about, um, you know, Trader Joe's has cheap groceries. You know, I never even went to Trader Joe's till like 2015. And the closest one to where I grew up is in Sandy Springs. You get what I'm saying? Or or in Buckhead. So I just think that people, maybe maybe she, she I don't think she meant any harm, but I think that when somebody comes from a, a, a very uh, lucrative or privileged background to have opinions on stuff like that, it's just not very um, helpful to the environment and um also you know it's i don't know i just feel like i just feel like it's, it's a way bigger issue than we think is i agree i do wish that um that 
or natural or organic foods could be more accessible and more affordable. And I do wish that maybe it could, it could be more of a norm for people to grow their own food. But, you know, I can't ask that of everybody. Everybody's situation is completely different. So, you know, if we had access and if healthy food didn't cost more than cheap food, I mean, than bad food, you can get, you can get 10 for 10 on the, uh, on the TV dinners that's high in sodium. You get the 10 for a dollar Kool-Aid packs, you know, all these different things. Anyway, it's part of the reason why there's a lot of, uh, poor health in hoods or poor poor environments and things like that so kiki all i'm saying is listen talk what you know love. and I, lo- I love kiki palm i think she's a gem but talk what yeah you know. now i love her i know it wasn't coming from a malicious place but yeah. it also comes from a place where it's not she's not on um i ain't gonna say our because but even though I, I still consider myself in that realm or whatever, um, she's not coming from like our side, our side of the world. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and she might have when um, she was way younger, but she's been famous since she was a kid. Yeah, so no, but um, I don't know. Like, I, I also want people to stop like chastising people for um, trying trying to allow somebody to come in and just say uh, offer healthy op- healthy yeah offer healthy options. I feel like I see a lot of times where people will um offer like advice on eating healthier certain vitamins to take or whatever the case may be and then there's always the people on the side like oh here she go with this with this stuff and talking about eating grass and da, 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 da. And realistically i'm like i understand that everybody doesn't can't afford to eat healthy and um you know what i'm saying like that's just a foreign concept to a lot of people and people always ostracize what they don't know but it's not nothing bad. Like realistically, I can I shop at farmers markets and I drive now um, almost thirty minutes to go to the farmers market because my vegetables are cheap. Like mm-hmm. I go in places like Publix. Like I went to Publix this morning, and I went in there specifically for some vegetables. And I only bought one because it was so much more money than what I spent at the farmers market. That I'm not buying it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, and I know, and I understand people don't have cars. I, I was about to say, cause you know, we didn't have a car growing up. So what farmers market we drive to? So I get it, but the options are there. Like it's, yeah. it's the options are there. Um, if you don't want to eat healthy and you don't care about your body, just say that, you know what I'm saying? But it's ways to, to kind of go around there. Um, but I do feel like Kiki probably should have went into detail a little more. I think she just put like, a general statement out there and then just left it wide open for people to just exactly get you know to drag along yeah i agree and one of my first thoughts was like so are you saying that poor people can't eat treats like what are you saying should because they only and this is before i read her breaking down on instagram but i'm like are you saying that people who people because they're getting government assistance they're not allowed to have certain things because of that like i don't really okay. understand that but but you're right like it, it, the options are there but i think there is an opportunity for education number one because i didn't really start I mean, I ate terrible as a kid. I mean, we would go to, you remember when we was, I was little, we would go to the gas station every morning and spend about $20, $30 on food stamps and candy. And now I'm paying for it now, getting new teeth and all. So, you know, I think that, I don't know. And then this is not to make excuses, but it's just more to it than just, oh, you got a food stamp card. Here goes some healthy food. It's, it's way deeper than that. But yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. We weren't taking no three and a half bus rides at the Cater for no farmer's market and they don't take food stamps. <laughs> I mean, they might, but... You know, but even then, I didn't even know about uh, that till you told me about it. So it's like, and here, yeah. and I was definitely in my thirties. Yeah, it's so cheap. Like, if you live in Atlanta or you live close to um to the cater, or you can get there. I would say if you're buying vegetables now, the meat on the other hand, um, is gonna be fresh, so it's gonna be a little bit more. 
but for the most part, the grocery, I mean, the vegetables and the fruit are so freaking cheap. Like, I get fresh pineapple every time I go. My pineapple, I know a can of pineapples is like $2, but you can get a whole fresh pineapple and they'll cut it for you um, for $2. Oh, wow. Everything. You know what I'm Honey, saying? Imagine us taking our buggy from the cab farm market to Cam- from Campbellton Road and bad them food, that ice, not ice cream, the food would have been melted, stinking. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. It's just interesting, but you know, and that's why I really yeah. pray to God, you know, if I, I, you know, my goal is not to be a millionaire or anything like that. I do want to be wealthy, but I hope that I just never get removed from reality, the realities that I've experienced, like some of these celebrities have during this election, my bad. But um, I just want to, you know, not forget where I came from and just have some discernment for saying. Yeah, that. yeah, um, I agree. I try to, I try to really just tap into like um, what we grew up on and just like where I came from. It's kind of hard most of the time, just because I do like I'm mostly around people with a lot of more, a lot a lot of money and a lot of things that I don't have. It's easy to just not be attached to that. It's just like, I'm just saying like, I see, um, I see a lot of different things and I, I'm, I experience a lot of different lifestyles. So me being around it and just see how easily accessible it is for me, you know, just saying, speaking for myself, I'm like, I don't necessarily want to adapt to this lifestyle, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to always just feel like I have to be regular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in the same breath, I don't want to lose my humility and I don't want to lose, like, where I came from. And I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I want to, I'm always going to care about people in, the, in in situations that I was in before and want to help them. But I don't yeah. ever want to be a, you better figure it out type of person. Yeah, like, oh, yeah no, 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 no. That's never going to be me just because, especially in any walks of life. Like, I always speak on how when I first started doing makeup, like, nobody was, um, in the industry, they were they were always so mean just because I was so young and um, they felt like I didn't know what I was doing and I was just planning makeup and then like fast forward 10 years later, these are the same people that I'm sitting at the table with and I'm getting jobs over them. How you doing? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, but in my head, I don't even want to associate myself with you because when I first started doing makeup, you left a bad taste on my mouth and I'll never forget that. Yeah, trying so, to be a mean girl. Yeah. So, and, and I feel like the beauty industry as a whole is a mean girl society for me, in my experience. So I'm like, it's just a, even now, like I go out of town and I visit other people and they always look at me crazy because I'm always so, oh my God, hey, how you doing? I love your work. I love what you did on so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people won't do that because yeah. it's like in their head, they know, they know who you are. They know what you do. They don't want to give you your roses though. But I mean, for, if I would, were to pass away, God forbid, you then oh he be like dang he was so yep no that's some cra- that's that is crazy i don't like that when people pass away people get to dig it for them photos and for them screenshots and them text messages and it's like were you doing that when they were alive yeah that's what i'm saying it just i don't know people have too much pride i, I feel like that happens in atlanta too and then also i i, I, I want to make this known too um i always tell people um, I deal with so many people day to day, and it's not even that I don't remember some people. Some people I don't remember, especially if I don't talk to you often. But you can't expect me to um, want to look out for you or remember things if we haven't spoken in four or five, six years. You know what I'm saying? So everybody now- held a door for you down there, at underground. 
<laughs> like, what is that about? I don't know. And I, like, we if we don't talk often, or you're not a part of my work or my work environment, or you know, even if you don't check up on me often, like, just because you text me once every four or five years, or you write me on a picture, that's cool. And I understand. I, I will speak back to you. I'm not above that, but I don't owe you nothing. So where were you at during these other times when I was down or when I wasn't as popular? That's how people are, though, man. It's, it's like, come on. Not every man for himself, but kind of that mentality as well. And I'm also helping into helping people that are that need it. Because often I think that people just try to attack your pockets just because they think you got something. They'll be like, oh, let me see what I can get up out of him. Right, you know? that's so crazy that to me. It makes me feel very uncomfortable and very uneasy. Um, but I think I said this on a, a couple episodes before that I keep change and I keep money in my pocket just because if I'm out and I see homeless people, I feel like I can afford it. I can give them money. It doesn't matter what they're using that money for because at the end of the day, I drink. I, I On my off days, I go out and drink or I have wine or I have, I eat edibles, but you know what I'm saying? I don't do any drugs or anything like that, but that's consider my drug a choice and just because i work doesn't mean that i deserve it it's the same same thing you know what i'm saying so I if i give it. somebody homeless or somebody who's less fortunate money and they use it on drugs or alcohol that's none of my business that's what they do mm-hmm. you know what that's, I, mean? I saw a tweet that said something like that before and i had never looked at it that way i took yeah. it as my responsibility to not give them drugs but yeah. in reality i don't exactly know what they're gonna do with the money and if they need yeah. it and i have it then why can't i give it to them yeah i just because at the end of the day i mean it, we we all do something that's that's harmful to our body whether we buy sugar or buy mm-hmm. snacks and cakes and stuff like that that's, okay now you you them bullets I'm flying. To <laughs> i'm just saying like at the end of the day we we all do stuff like that like we we indulge in things that we like and mm-hmm. they're, they're obviously, I mean, it's not a good thing and I don't want to promote it, but I can't just say, oh, I'm not giving you no money because you're going to use it on drugs. Yeah, when well, they might not. And well, if they are, like, on, sir, are you about mm-hmm. to go, you about to go get drunk and go to the club and waste it on bottle service on a $40 bottle. behind on your light bill. $1,000 for it just because you're in the club. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just, I, you know, I, I make sure that I try to give back to um, less fortunate. And I did want to start, um, um, start like, like teaming up with nonprofit organizations and giving back, like at food drives and stuff like that. I, one of my friends recently, he's a photographer, but he did, um, he was doing some type of event with Brother Nature, and they were giving groceries back to homeless people, like they were just prepackaging groceries, um, less fortunate families and homeless people, and they were just giving them out. So I'm like, oh, I could do something like that. Like I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. And then I, I ended up doing something like that a few years ago, which kind of, I think I told told this story on the podcast before, but it kind of turned out a little, <laughs> went left, but I ended up volunteering at a women's shelter. Kelly worked at a women's shelter um, mm-hmm. um, by the West End Mall. And she, I, she, I told her, I'm like, you know what? I didn't know that she worked there. I'm like, maybe I can come in and just give the ladies some makeovers, some free makeovers, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Um, them ladies was not getting a hand child. They was trying to steal my phone number. One lady actually got my phone number and was calling me, <laughs> trying to get me to come to her, talking about, yeah, I got out of that shelter and I live right in Midtown. You can come see me and maybe you can give me a private makeup lesson at like midnight. 
Yeah, I um I have dealt with it before in some volunteer events. I um it's interesting. It's just an interesting thing. So there's been a couple times at my my last not one of my old companies, I used to do a lot. I was actually somebody that was like a coordinator for all volunteer initiatives. And it's been a few times like I had to kind of learn the audience because you know, you'd be so excited to be giving and they, you know, you kind of have your wall down. But I've had some times they try to like take extra stuff or they'll be like, Hey, can I get three more turkeys? I'm like <laughs> <laughs> or they'll be it just may be like little slick stuff and they'll try to get your information they want to call you i don't know and it, it's like you just kind of gotta it, i know exactly what you mean is what i'm saying it's like all right what do you mean? <laughs> Back but i think it, uh, maybe they just get excited they're just like wow this person wants to help me i don't ever want them to go away so <laughs> yeah <laughs> girl all right <laughs> but yeah anyway. i have experienced that before i remember they tell they told us we had like a little briefing before we started they were like listen they know that you're being nice and they are happy to be helped, but you still kind of got to apply the rules. <laughs> so moving on, um, I want to move on to shop talk. I forget we, I have... um, we recording this. I'm just looking all around and stuff. Sorry, y'all. I ain't cross-eyed. I just, you know, forgot that we're going to be putting the video up. <laughs> That's all right. We both looking around. We human. We're supposed to do see here like a stick. <laughs> figure um so i did want to bring this up so the guy who who um was dating jeffree star the black guy he was dating jeffree star so i'm starting to get into it so i'm trying to see what's going on with this whole operation with him um so now i'm trying to so now he's moved on to bobby lights um which is very on brand for bobby lights let me say that um that is, very, that is very on brand for bobby lights bobby lights is somebody who is very attention seeking okay let me just say that um i don't have a personal issue with him i don't know him however um i, I just really hate that I, I don't really like his his personality and just like the stuff that he does or says um i feel like he often attacks black women in ways that I just don't feel comfortable in. I don't care what it is, what they say or whatever. I just don't think that any man should be coming at a woman like that, whether you're gay or not. And he says a lot of things that just make me feel uncomfortable. Um, so that's my personal reason why I don't really attach to Bobby Lights, but he's just annoying all around. You know what I'm saying? But he's I see very... what he be doing about um, Lil Nas X. I always wondered, can they, is that harassment? That's harassment. And let me just Google and see how old um, Bobby Lights is. Because, <laughs> but yeah, um, I ain't, I'm not sure how old he is, but that's what made me uncomfortable because I'm like, that boy is 19. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forget he's even that young. So, and you just, be you know, that's actually really creepy. You know, I want to, I know we talked about this on the episode before. I don't think that if somebody is quote unquote an adult, obviously there's nothing wrong with like dating them, but I genuinely am concerned when people are attracted, especially on his levels for somebody that young. Yeah. Bobby Lights is 30 years old, just like I thought. And, um, he is going after somebody that is like 11 years younger than him and like really just harassing him online and, Every time um, you see a post. Every time he, because I remember they saw each other at the MTV Awards and Nas. No, Bobby saw Nas. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get the attention so bad. And I'm like, listen, you know, that's just kind of creepy to me. And I understand that he's a grown man, but you're 30 years old. 
He ain't even old enough to drink. Now, right. if he, now what do y'all have in common? I now here's the thing. This may sound very hypocritical, but um, say say as in a situation like Beyonce and Jay Z, even though Beyonce and Jay Z, I mean uh, Jay Z were was after her when she was underage, kind of. But uh-huh. um, yeah, um, I think she was like seventeen. He was like thirty. 17, oh. 18, 30, because they've been talking to don't get a pass either. <laughs> he don't get a pass. But I do feel like it's a little bit more accepting when you're all up in age, when you know what you're doing and you kind of experience life a little bit. So if you're like 28, 29, and you're dating somebody that's 40, I don't mind. I mean, to me, me, I just I feel like in my mind, the register should be the after college age, like 22, after 22. It's like yeah, but even still, that that I I'm, I had I didn't have an adult mentality until I was twenty eight. Everybody yeah. ain't the same. It's thirty one for me, and when did I turn thirty one? February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know. So in my in my head, I'm not. I, it's nothing I can do with somebody that's nineteen years old. Nothing. Oh, nothing at nothing. all. They look you know like a saying? baby. Like they look like things that they find. The things that they find entertaining and amusing is just like awkward. Like there are some yeah. podcasts I listen to um, that are hosted by younger people. Or I tried to listen to, and I just couldn't get into it. I'm just like, what is this? Uh, you know, and it's nothing. The, the shows aren't bad, but it's just like the things that we don't have in common. It's just like it's a whole yeah. other world. But I I don't want to make this a Bobby Lights drag session because that ain't what I'm here for. Even though I don't really see it, but I just wanted to give people an insight of where I am with the situation mm-hmm. and with this guy um Andre whatever his last name is I cannot um pronounce his last name he's very attention seeking I honestly don't even know if he's he's gay or straight I can't even call it because realistically we're in a time where people are just so fluid when it comes to their sexuality that they'll do anything for money and, and notoriety now he does have kids and he was dating a woman before because he could genuinely genuinely just be bisexual Mm -hmm. but it just seems like he is just after whatever um gay figure that's in media a lot you know what i'm saying so who was was he dating anybody big before jeffree star um he no i think jeffree star was the only known guy that he was dating but um before um, prior to that, I don't know. Somebody did bring up somebody else's name, but I forgot who it was. But it's just weird that he's now with he's Bobby Lights. now with Bobby Lights, and then they're um, like promoting like OnlyFans stuff. Now the thing the thing that's tricky about OnlyFans is they're probably just getting you to watch it, and they're probably not even doing nothing because it's because uh, that's another tactic that straight men use. Um, that's that that do have OnlyFans. They 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 um, link up with gay. Only fans, people, to and get the audience to into buying their only fans, but the only thing that they're doing is giving the guys a massage. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the that's a joke. See, yeah, my but thing people is already paid for it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's people think they about to see a porno or something. Yeah, but really, you finna just watch uh watch him give him a massage or something like that. That's exactly and and. I hate that it's just like this now, but it's just so crazy. But honestly, obviously, there's a market for it. Everybody's so curious, and everybody's and so... people like different things. If that's what y'all want to pay for, have at it, honey. Yeah, I don't like. Also, I also don't trust him because he um he wears two Rolexes and probably don't even know how to tell time. 
he wear a watch on each wrist, the man, Andre. But that's a different story for a different day. Like, I'm so I want to learn how to scam so bad so I can show people I do it right. Not me, FBI agent. I'm good. I like working a job. I am Team W2. I'm joking. Um, so it is clear that Uzi and JT are dating. She tried to lie and say that picture was old, but it wasn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? Only because I like JT. If it wasn't her, I would say she need to yeah, leave him alone. But I, I genuinely love JT. I love the City Girls because I love Carisha as well because she is so acting crazy. Funny. I'm about to get rid of his baby. That's my favorite line. I, I know. Snap. But I. I just, I don't know why I love JT. I don't know. I don't know. I can't oh, even say. She's I, my I, favorite from day one. Yeah, I, ju- I just love her. Um, so, of course, since it's somebody that I love, I get them the benefit of doubt or anything. I don't care. Um, we all walking hypocrites, <laughs> honey. Welcome to the club. I want to see your thoughts on um, what's going on with the King Von situation. And I want to send condolences to Asian Doll, which, which that was her boyfriend. I don't think he was, I don't think they were dating at the time of his death, but they had just recently broke up and they were recently together. But it was a lot going on around their relationship before he died. It was so messy mm-hmm. and it's even messier now. And I just think that honestly, it is what it is. Like I, when it comes to people dying, I don't know if it's just me, but that's a very, very sensitive thing. And I think that you should just leave the deceased alone. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was a lot of, of, of hate going around about King Von because they said that he killed like 10 people mm-hmm. and that this is his payback. You know what I'm saying? I understand that's how the street works. I do. Yeah. I genuinely understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? You live by that, you die by that. Literally. Period. So I, it, I, don't, I can't speak on that, but it is a sad thing to see somebody so young um, just dive just like senseless violence like that and from what i'm understanding the guy who he was beefing with was trying to help him because he he didn't want to get take get it taken that far like as far yeah, as because they shot. used to be friends yeah so when so when he got shot the guy who he was beefing with was trying to like help him or whatever but now it's a million dollar um they got a million on him like trying to get him killed really yeah so what happened there's so much going on right now. So um, I, I don't know the terminology. I don't know street terminology. That's just not my thing. And never been my thing. I ain't going to try to act like it is. But, yeah. So he was having a show um, oh, two days ago. And Lil Durk ended up buying every table and section at the party. Yep. Um, and Violence aside, that's the kind of petty I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's oh, you have an event? Oh, you want a crowd? Gotcha. Got it. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually did. went on a Chirac rabbit hole last night. I um, I was just looking. Oh my god, it's so these people are so. It's like so many different connections, and I and I'm not. I don't want to misspeak on anything. So I just want all I want to say is wow. And um, I wish that you know. I know this is something I, I, that is true. Obviously, when people live in the streets, when they get famous, they don't just not be in the streets no more. Like that is their life. Yeah. That's where they came from. But I wish that it was possible for people to just kind of like leave that behind but obviously if they just cut their street folks off nas beef you know what i'm saying nas problems i just wish that people 
it was I just wish I wish people didn't have to live street life, basically what I'm saying. Yeah. I wish, you know, and I know it's easier know, said than done. Man. Huh? And it's just all they know. And it's just yeah. like if you try to grow up and grow out of it, you'll sell out. Exactly. But I just like, he, like, but it's it's like why why do I have to be there? Why I can't just be the change that needs to happen. Why can't I be the one to, to, to lead y'all in the right direction? Easier said than done. Because we're going to cut off all your friends from the street. Like, we you know what I'm saying? Like, because these people, these people yeah. you build relationships with, they kind of feel like, they feel a little bit entitled to your success and maybe you should get yeah. them a ha- some kind of help. But it's sad. I wish, because Bond, and he was very talented. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he actually was talented. And it's unfortunate of anything he may have done before he passed. And it's unfortunate how he passed. It's just all this stuff. I just wish, I just wish it didn't have to be that way. It's really Really sad, and I, I know this is something like gun violence is something that plagues our communities, especially in the Chicago area. But it's some real killers up there, man. That's some different kind of. Yeah. That's some different kind of hood up there. I, and I love both of them. I actually I listen to King Von and Asian Doll. I like um to the O oh, ain't gonna be the same. That was my song to the O oh, and Crazy Story. That's my shit. But they ain't gonna be the which same. one is that the I one? That's oh, Crazy uh, Story is like a five or six part song. Oh, is it? Okay. Because you say he wrote it in. It's the same beat, but it's it's just different parts of the story. It's literally a crazy story. It's fine. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's deep. That beef that, that's going on with him is deep because now they don't got pictures of him, his autopsy in there. I've seen it. I'm like posting it. I hate I saw that. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Y'all well, going too far now. Yeah, but ain't no rules. In the I had to, I had to go look at it. I mean, I, I, I'll be having to see stuff. I'm like, dang, I try not to even watch. I didn't even want to watch the video, but thankfully I couldn't really see what was going on in it. So I'm like, all right. Yeah, but. I watched all of it. It was just crazy. But speaking of Chirac, I want to ask your um opinion on the situation. So, uh-huh. um, there's a there was a picture posted of Taina holding um um your sign. At a basketball no, she game. was holding Ari's son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, she was holding your son at, at a, at a uh, basketball game, right? Mm-hmm. And then the photographer posted it. Ari commented on it and said, take it down because she don't want no picture on the internet of some other woman holding her child. Okay. So here's the thing. Yeah, they were in I the public. Kids. I don't have kids. I don't even date women. So <laughs> this, conversation, this conversation. I don't like that. Maybe a little beyond me, but I'm still gonna put my opinion out there. Just don't drag me for it because I don't I don't know. It's we just, might have the same opinion, honey. Go ahead. This is just I ain't got kids either. And I don't just, date women either. <laughs> period. But I don't you know what I'm saying? So from my understanding. Tina and I did have like a little beef or whatever in the beginning, but they linked up off the grid and talked about it. They talked it out. So they're good. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's something that people who date people with kids, they need to do that. Cause there's kids on both ends. Like mm-hmm. I know that um Moneybag Yo. Oh, money, oh yeah. Y'all has kids as well. You know what I'm saying? And then um G Harbo and Ari has a ba- have a baby. Okay, cool. The baby's going to be around G Herbo and Ari. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would be much more of a problem if she ignored my son. If my son... Oh, your son. (laughs) Your son is Ari and G Herbo's son. Yeah. But I'm just... But you ain't got no kids. What's the real story, Draco? (laughs) Your joke is not funny. (laughs) 
<laughs> but no, I'm saying it would be much more of a problem if 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 you brought my child around you or this girl and she ignored him. Like if she didn't mm-hmm. acknowledge him and she didn't speak to him. And, and she, that would be a problem. I'm sure she would speak openly about that as well. That would be an issue. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I don't understand. I would rather you make a relationship. I, you know that's not your son. But when he come around, you don't treat him like a stranger because at the end of the day, in reality, what if they got married? What you gonna do? Uh, yeah, and they been, yeah. So I, um, I, just the thing. I feel like the way she went about this was wrong. The, the, the photographer was being a photographer. I'm sure he is not the only one who took their picture at, um, at that game. They were at a game. So there were people everywhere. I feel like her speaking like that to me is, is some insecurity. It just really is. It's like, so number one, I feel like, now it's one thing if, if the father of your child is always with different women, like he's not even in a serious relationship, because I wouldn't want my child to be around it either, because it's like different people, uh, even if they're not famous, it's like different people come around my child, I don't know how they're treating them, I don't know what place they hold in your life and what they can do, so of course not, I don't want my child, who are all these different women, you got to take pictures of my child, but this is somebody yeah. that he's in a serious relationship with, it's not like they just started that, they've been dated, you know what I'm saying, I just feel like it was a little, a little, a little hint of insecurity showing for her, because I, I feel like, and it, they're not saying that she's necessarily insecure, but there's something making her like it bothered her seeing somebody holding her child to me and i think she had made a comment saying like she like um taina told ari out her mouth that the, the baby didn't like her i don't know it just was weird to me none of it was necessary it was just not baby though huh you don't even know how to talk that well so i i have friends who have had problems with people posting pictures of their child and i just think it's a sense of like being protective and just wanting to have control of the situation. Like you, you want to call the shots when somebody can be can be seen publicly with your child. She would be very upset if your son really did like Taina and they had this tight bond and it was and it got posted. So either way it goes, she just doesn't she wants to have that control over that situation. You see you take pictures with my son when I say y'all can. Which is gonna be never. She didn't take the picture and she didn't post it. Yeah, I know. And the guy took the picture down because of that. So, well, it's still on the blog. She gonna go to every blog and say them take it down. Yeah, I just feel like when you listen, there's a child involved, and you are not with the father anymore. This is gonna happen. It just is what it is. So, like, would you, would you prefer them to like leave the child with somebody else, so then you can be like, every time you go on a date with your girlfriend, you leave him with somebody else? You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just one of them things. You know, this is why I never want to have. I never want to date somebody with a child because I, I, I don't, I will never understand that level of protection that they're going to feel over their child. And I don't want to have no, them kind of problems. Okay. If you don't want me to blink in the same room as your son, can you please come get him? Cause oh I'm going to like your child. Your child's cute. So what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have been feeling really stressed out at work. Like to the point where I'm like making careless mistakes like stuff that just can be avoidable and I don't really know why and I don't know if it's like cabin fever or what but it's starting to irritate me and it's it's just I don't know it's just kind of getting to a point where I'm just like I need some time off but even when I have time off it's like well now I gotta go back to work so now yeah. I need some more time off I don't even know I just wonder if you've been having any issues like that or just being like overwhelmed or can't focus or just kind of needed to like reset um I get very overwhelmed so easily because the way that I map out my life, I try to make stuff so easy for me. But um, the job that I work is just not consistent for one. And I don't have a consistent schedule. So days that I do think that I have enough time to do things, I don't. 
Like I, my day will turn around real quick. Like I'll wake up and I'll be like, you know what? I got a free day today. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then I get a call to do this, this, and this. You know, I need to be here, here, and here. And I can't really say no because my industry is one of those things where like once you keep turning jobs down, they're going to move on. Mm -hmm. So then I'm not going to be working with that person or with that production anymore because I keep saying no and I'm not as available as whatever. So I'll be having to drop everything I do to do. And that's frustrating. Um, Cause I always feel like I don't have enough time for myself, you know? And then when I do just put my foot down, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take some time off these two days, get done what I need to get done. <laughs> People be trying to make me feel bad about like, Oh, I can't believe you ain't taking, I got this to do. Da, da, da. I'm like, it's six. Dang, they be saying that to you? Like it's your fault they got something to do? People get so attached to their, to their makeup artists and hairstylists that it's so crazy. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know, with my wax girl is on a whole maternity leave. You know how long it's been since I got a wax? I can't blame nobody but me. I can't see where you get waxed though. True, but I go, I go every month. I've been going every month for eight years, but I would never be like, so you can't just come up here and do my wax. Like, what the freak? These girls, these girls in Atlanta, I mean, influencer is a real job at this point. So these mm-hmm. girls are influencers. They have to be out and seen and they have to be in the light. So if they don't look like their self, you know what I'm saying? They go to another makeup artist. That it's no guarantee that the makeup artist can make them look like how I make them look. Um, so they just get real frustrated. And I'm like, well, put some shades on. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'll be trying to... Because, I mean, I do have clients that do it. Like, child, I'll just give me a cute lipstick and put some shades on, put some foundation on. Yeah, Boom. just do a little work around. You know, They had it all planned so out like, in their I head. It's time to do stuff. And I think for me, what really just be tapping on my fucking nerves and my mental health is when I finally do get those days and I start doing stuff and then that shit don't go how I plan. Like, for instance, yesterday. Oh, yeah. I had, had a whole a rough free day. day. I had a whole free day and... It just went left so fast. I got sick and in the middle of furniture shopping, none of my furniture was in stock. Any online that said it was in stock. And I, <laughs> I ended up leaving the house expecting to to spend $200. And I spent almost 600 because of inconvenience. Now, granted, if I would have had more free time and I was able to go get an oil change. Oh, I missed my oil change appointment today. I forgot to cancel it. It's fine. They ain't going to penalize me for it. They're going to call your insurance company. No, they're not. It's okay. But, um, yeah, if I would have got an oil change, I would have known that my battery was dying and I needed to get another one. So I had to deal with that yesterday. But I got a new battery and it has a six-year warranty on it, so it's fine. But it's just a simple fact. You know, I, I think that also I need to stop um, letting life just make get me down when stuff like that happens because I mean it's bound to happen I can't avoid just life happening you know what I'm saying so I mean I it's I can't be happy about it but I think that what I do have to come out of it looking at is that um there's been times where I've had things like car trouble and um trouble paying my rent and different things like that and I, I haven't been able to take care of it myself so it's just I should look at it as in as a thing that I'm in a position to 
able to do stuff like that for myself instead of calling people and asking, can they help me and do this? And it's like, I'm in a position to help myself. That alone is commendable for myself and I should be grateful because shit is going to happen forever. Like I'm going to have car trouble again one day. I'm going to have whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just bound to happen. And I just can't be like, put myself in a funk just because that shit happens. You know? I mean, but sometimes things, I know what you mean. Sometimes things can just like, I've had days where one thing goes wrong and then everything after is going wrong. And it's like, I'm about to scream in a pillow. Like I, I need, like you get, it's easy to get flustered because there's just so much going on. Like I've been feeling like that over the past couple of weeks, but it's just been like work wise. Like I finally think I'm caught up and then this happened and you know, my work is very sensitive, but it's just like, I need a break. I need like a month, two months, three months off. Like it's just stressful. And it's like, how can you really avoid it? Is this just something that you just kind of got to deal with in life or cause you can't really predict what's going to happen. You can have a routine, but that routine going to laugh in your face when something go left. So it's like, yeah. So now what? You know what I'm saying? I mean, honestly, you are going to have to deal with that in the work field, especially even if you're doing something that you want to do. Because for me, like, I I do what I want to do. But I do feel like some days I get overwhelmed with it because sometimes I don't, I genuinely just don't even feel like looking at makeup. I don't, I don't want to do makeup. I don't want to touch nobody's face. And But this is my job. This is how I make money. This is the only job that I have. So I have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not in a position to just be turning down clients like that. Even though I do sometimes, sometimes I just ain't doing it. I'm like, girl, I'm sorry. Dang. What? Um. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? I mean, unless you some kind of have some kind of way that you get paid for the time that you decide to work, like something that's like creating income. Yeah, I think that it's that you should just. I think what it is for me is. I think I need to have those days where I just disconnect from everything and everybody. Cause I think that as long as my phone is in service, that shit is going to cause me trouble because I can turn off my book. Yeah. And I can, I can cut off my booking site, but that ain't going to stop people from DMing me and that ain't going to stop people from texting me. I wish you could put rules on your, on your DMS. Like if this, then this, like I do my emails. Like if, if this word is mentioned, move to this folder so that way you can just see the dms you want to see and then when you're ready you can go and see like if you got any client requests yeah you know it's just i don't know it's so frustrating that i ignore messages all the time like i i'll respond when i can or when i want to that's the gift of paying your own phone bill (laughs) i don't know i wish i had some other advice for you i just know I be sometimes lately I've been like questioning my ability to do certain stuff because I'm just like like some of the mistakes I made I'm like now how in the world did you let that happen but I just you need been a so, break I mean that's I that's know. what it ultimately was would it come down to I mean we're in a pandemic I feel like it wouldn't be as bad if if you were able to freely go outside and do stuff yes I mean things the believe it or not the office provides a lot of stability and organization and allows me to actually sign off from my work instead of like yeah. i mean is i can't count how many days in a row lately i've been working till like six seven o'clock like i'm just and it's sometimes stuff that can't wait and it's like you know i could say oh we've been more busy getting stuff in but if i was in the office i wouldn't still be there i would just be like all right i gotta go you know what i'm saying and it's just it's just kind of like, I feel like I'm just stuck in my office and I've been in my office since March and I'm just like going crazy. And it's even got to the point where I'm like, dang, should I have, you know, left my last job? Like what was the best decision? But I don't think any of that really matters. It's just that the circumstances that we're in is what's really causing this change. 
Yeah. So I'm sure you guys have been uh, seeing our little hoodie this whole time. Both of us got on. Um, this is just one of the pieces of merch that we will be selling pretty soon. I know y'all um, been hearing on previous episodes that we were going to do something really special for our 100th episode. And voila, this is it. Uh, so if you listen on the phone, you need to listen, you need to be looking at us on YouTube so you can get a sneak preview. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you again, because I know we've been asking for YouTube viewers anyway. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of begging y'all. I'm getting desperate. So we're going to start off with, um, how many we got? Four products? <coughs> oh, <laughs> I gagged you, sis. I gagged you. Whoa there, buddy. See, if you was watching on YouTube, you would see that reaction I just had. <laughs> but yeah, so we have... Um, so we have the, the yes one two so technically four i'm wondering if the other version of this i guess i mean yeah should i yeah 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 we have four items we have a hoodie which you see now if you're looking at us all day i keep doing the wrong arm so um we have a hoodie i know y'all been seeing me uh drink my water got a little mug action going on see what i'm saying get into it get into it. who you know, drinking out there a, a mug with their face on it. I'll wait. <laughs> yes, y'all. So we have hoodies, mugs, we got some t-shirts, and we have a crew neck sweater with a new logo on it. Yes. Um, the OG logo will always live. Don't get it twisted, but we just thought we'd try a little razzle-dazzle with the crew neck. Um, this, if, this, The merch will be available um, on the week of our 100th episode. Y'all just have to keep listening yeah. for the drop and the coupon code. Um, if I decide to give y'all coupon coca, really, y'all ain't even tell me if y'all was listening on Spotify. And I know it is because I seen it. My bad. Stop getting mad, Lisha. Don't let work get you mad. All right. I'll just <laughs> but yes, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh to see the feedback we get from our merch and then seeing people wearing it. That's gonna be kind of heartfelt. I can't even lie. And I can't yeah, wait to get paid, cool. most of all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you are um an active listener or even if you're just a follower of us on instagram because we are going to be posting it on our social media soon um support us you know what i'm saying we we're in the, we do not get paid from podcasting let's just make that clear right. we do this off the strength of us actually loving to do this we don't get paid for it so this is our way and that don't keep the lights on I'm ready. So be on the lookout for that. I'm excited about this. Um, I haven't even worn my out the house yet because I've been trying. I actually was wearing it before I even brought you. Yours. I was. I was like, let me start wearing this before it get dirty. <laughs> Dang, sis. This has been another episode of OD Podcast with T. I'm gonna see y'all next week. Pool. Yeah. And say what you gotta say. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. Anyways, all right. I gotta go. You don't, but I do. Bye.